Hi guys, another episode of the Weber podcast. Today I'm here with my good friend Zalman Danziger from D Fitness, um, which is introducing the high, which he is introducing the Heimish Oilam to eat healthy, to work out, to live a better life. Um, and the reason why it's personal to me is because my journey of growth started when I when I became more healthy with my life choices in terms of of um, what I eat and what I drink and how much I drink at all. I, I noticed that some people don't even drink water during the day. So drinking lots of water, eating healthy fruits and vegetables during the day, not eating late at night, um, taking away a lot of bad habits, bringing in good um, healthy habits and that really transformed my life. So it's an honor for me to sit with him today, um, see um, not just from the advice perspective because when it comes to advice and I'm saying this to, to to install trust in you and the things that he's going to say, that you know, in health, a lot of people have different opinions, but this is somebody that is that has spoken to thousands of people in our community and knows what they are struggling with and how to better a life of a, of someone in our community. So I believe that his collective knowledge of actual people is very, very helpful and useful to anybody listening to this podcast. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Zalman Danziger. Thank you so much for giving us the time. Sure, thanks for having me. First question I have is for those who want to know a little bit of a background, how did you get into this, um, into, into fitness, into health? What was your moment that changed, whatever? I started getting into fitness in general when I was uh, 13, 14 years old back in Yeshiva. The reason I became a professional, okay. I used to go to the gym and I saw people coming in and the community, people like Haimisha mentioned, coming in and they had no idea what to do. Wow. And I knew something already. So I went up to them and I fixed them. Hey, do this, do that. And I gave them advice and they started liking it. And I said, wait a second, if when I say something, people implement it, it feels good for me, right? It's a good feeling when you say something good yeah. for somebody and they actually implement it and see the difference. So I started liking it very much. Every single time I went to the gym, I went up to random people. And every single time I saw somebody does something like wrong or not good, I gave them advice. Do this. This is going to help you better. This, this way it's going to help you better. Do this, do that. Now that I know that much like into fitness, but it's a feeling that, that was driving me. Hey, let's, let me become good. Let me become a professional and let me help people. So that's how I got into becoming a professional in the fitness industry. It's very interesting that you're saying that. I remember the first time I went to the gym, like I decided I'm going to the gym, signed up at Planet Fitness, it's like 12 bucks a month, and I went onto the treadmill for a 10 minute run. I came off the treadmill, I was so dizzy, my body was so not used to doing exercise that I, I felt like I'm almost calling Atsula. So I agree that people have no idea what they're doing while they're working out and they definitely need guidance. So when did this become something of, your, of, of a business for you, where you started saying, okay, let me help now to the masses. My doors are open, I'm here to help you. Well, I started doing it out of a hobby. Um, fitness is something that's, um, for me, it's my number one priority mm -hmm. over anything besides my family. I was working a eight to eight job, managing a towel company, and it was restricting me basically working out. I came home exhausted, no time for working out. In the morning, I had no time. I didn't want to get exhausted for work. So I decided, wait a second, if my job restricted me from being doing my number one hobby in life, that something is wrong. So I told them, I'm going to become a professional trainer, a okay. personal trainer, and eventually I'm going to leave the company. 
don't invest any money in me, don't invest any time in me, this is what's going to happen. Wow. So I was at a point, I was, I wouldn't say breaking point, but hey, enough is enough. It's restricting me so much. I had zero clients back then, but I got to, it was a week after Yom Tov, like Sikas. It's coming up eight years right now. And I told them I have enough clients to support on my own and I'm leaving the company. By the way, I, I have to say, being that this is a podcast, I'm going to, I have to talk so, also, so I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say that's really impressive because I keep on telling people, before you quit your job, have the clients. I just made a video about it. Have the leads. And that's what you did. You said, I have the clients. Now but I'm leaving the job. The but in your mind, you had, yeah. you knew some people that are going to sign up. So this is extremely valuable to anybody listening to this. Guys, if you have a job, you were dreaming of a business, have the clients. Okay, go on with your story. So I told them I have the clients and I'm leaving. And actually it was, I ended up saying it in November. Anyway, I left the company and it was forcing me because I was out of a job. It was exactly. forcing me to get clients. If I would say in that job, I was comfortable. I would never be the point where I am right now, maybe halfway. But it was forcing me to get clients. I started advertising and I was before I had even my certification. I knew everything what to do, how to do it, but it was before I had my certification. And I decided, hey, this is what I want to do. And because I was out, I was so much more focused on the fitness. I was studying so much more. I was able to get more information than I could have gotten when I was working full time. And it took me about three months to get my first client actually in the door. So, so I was three months at home, had one client basically here and there. And from there, basically, I was able to help one client. His son saw me with him. What kept guy. you going for three months? Sitting at home, reaching out to me, what kept you going? The belief that I had that I'm going to be the first one breaking in, into the community that we're in, that fitness is going to be acceptable. Fast forward, how many sessions does the fitness have right now per month? We do, we range between four to 500 wow. a month. It's crazy. So from one to 500, that is, that is impressive. Yeah. And how did you get your second, third? How, what was that process? Because everybody opening a business or in business is looking to get more clients. So, so what was, uh, yeah, every business is different. They're like a product business. I can't speak for a product. I'm not a product business. I'm a service business. But to have trust in your clients and try, uh, clients to trust you, there's always you have to give something away of your comfort to get a client, to let the client get you someone. And sometimes people is always about money, 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 money. But when you start up first, it's not about money. It's about trusting people and people trust you. And people feel it. If you're all about money the first few minutes, people feel it and they get turned off from you. Wow. It's not about that. It was, for me, it was a drive to teach people fitness and to bring it in, to be accepted. To see somebody coming out, for an example, from Chakras and Bismadrish and going to the gym. Wow. But for me, a big, huge wow. I want to be able to accomplish that. I want to be able to call up a Haider. Back then, I, I used to call Chadurim. Hey, my name is Elmer Danzinger. I do fitness, and I believe it's very beneficial for kids to do. And every single time, they hung up the phone. They hung up the phone. That alone kept me driving. One day, they're going to call me back. And one day, I knew wow. they're going to call me back and take me. That alone pu pushed me, pushed me for the three months. And this first time I had one client, I, oh, I told him, this is what I do. If you know anybody that is going right. to be... Um, enjoying my service, let him know, let him know, let him know. And he was bringing me one client and so forth, and the client, it was basically word of mouth, putting trust in people and showing people that this is what I do, I know what I'm doing, and I'm here to help you. Wow, Th that is uh, really impressive. So I'm going to touch on what's for me very personal when it comes to these things. Like when I was growing up, I, I, uh, I was a chubby kid, and nobody ever told me 
don't eat this or that because it will affect your your way of being because it will affect your way of thinking it will affect your mental health so meaning that i was always told if you eat this you're just going to be fat and you're not going to look good you know or oh, you're also not going to feel good but i didn't know that it's going to affect my mood and my spirit and my way of thinking and my productivity and it will affect so many other benefits i'm not even going into the health like i know how many things it's beneficial for your health <coughs> but i want to just talk about the mood and those things because a lot of people are just are constantly not so happy they are not achieving their goals they are not living their best life so i want i want to hear your perspective on this like how do you see people that don't work out and their productivity how it is and once they do start working out how much does that change for them so the main thing that we were brought up always when it comes to weight loss exercising is the reason you do it is to look good and to lose weight and nowadays especially it's not a motivator anymore it is a motivator for a couple months let's say you're marrying off a son in in uh, three months or you're getting married in three months or whatever it is and you want to lose weight for a specific date it motivates you for a few months but that's it after that specific date you're back to square one so weight loss being looking good is not a big motivator anymore wow. so that's everybody was brought up with a deal where diets used to advertise or any kind of exercise you said that lose weight in 10 pounds in 50 days or whatever it is all the kind of bs but it motivated people for just a short period of time it never motivated someone wait a second what other benefits is there to weight loss exactly it's not about so what other benefits is there to exercise it's not about necessarily weight loss lose 50 pounds not everybody you don't need to lose 50 pounds to be um 220 pounds and five five nine does not necessarily mean you're overweight maybe by the doctor you're overweight when i go to my doctor she always tells me you're overweight you're overweight you know i'm not overweight how much percent of my weight is a muscle right. what are my numbers on the chart everything is good so how do you tell me i'm overweight maybe on your scale and you study i'm overweight but in reality i'm perfectly healthy because i do exercise and i eat healthy right. so obviously it's not always being overweight it's, it's when you do exercise and eat healthy what are the other benefits you're going to have it's going to be your mood better mood you're going to be in a mood sometimes people wake up they're always in a bad mood or when they go to sleep they come they're always exhausted and 90% of people they think it's because of work not always you can have a very stressful work and be in a good mood and be always have your mind on the spot it depends what you eat if you do exercise if you're active so if I always tell people when you do exercise be mindful why you do it it's not you're doing it because you want to lose weight because weight loss it's a small motivator it's gonna last a very short period of time but if you do it to change your entire mood and your daily routine that's gonna last you forever Right. So, I have this quote when it comes to diets and weight loss. I say, the bigger the diet, the bigger you will get. And that is because you're spending that energy towards the diet and this goal that you're trying to achieve. And once you achieve that and everything goes away, you just, you just go back to your old eating habits. Um, I think that it's very important for people to understand that having a diet is not there is thousands of diets and millions of people on diets and 99% of them fail this is right. scientifically proven so which means it comes back to two main things it comes back to number one knowing that it's a lifestyle just be conscious of the food that you eat and I know you speak about you talk about that a lot and second of all is working out even if you are not always making the right choices when it comes to eating but as long as you're working out so you're burning off those calories you're 
your body is still in great shape and you're still feeling great, your mood is great, um, then it's very, very beneficial for you to be in that position where you're taking care of yourself. That is real self-care. So the question is, I think that a lot of people have this answer of, number one, they don't have the time. Number two, they don't know what to do, where to start. What is an advi advice that you can tell any person listening right now how to get started maybe with small steps or if they want to do it right, what should they do? So when it comes to, first I want to touch on diets also why 99% fail is yeah. because 99% of people when they do start on a weight loss journey, they do it for others, right? Wow. I have a wedding, I want to look good. You don't want to look good for yourself because if you marry and go for your daughter in the dining room, you don't care about your weight, right? You put on anything. The second other people see you, I want to lose weight. Why? Because people are going to see me. So you don't care about your own body. You don't care about what you're going to feel in the process of that weight loss. You just care about the end result. People are going to see me look good. Right. Okay, for how long? You're going to get compliments, but for how long, right? But the second also, you change that. No, I'm not doing it for others. I'm not doing it to lose weight for a wedding, for a certain occasion. I'm doing it because day to day I'm going to feel better and I'm going to be better for myself, not for others. Wow. Yes. So, when it comes to starting, getting started, people say they don't have time. It's time management, basically. Everybody has time for what they want to have time, right? And the same thing is with money. To do exercise with a professional, it's expensive. It's not cheap, right? You can do exercise on your own. Any kind of exercise, anything that's going to make you feel good, start doing, even though it's not exercise. The point is, you're doing exercise so you feel healthy and you feel good about yourself. So, you're going to get motivated to do even more of that. So anything that it's going to get you to feel good for five minutes a day, for 10 minutes, if you don't have, 99% of people have five minutes a day to give away for that, right? If you really want to. And just start doing it one day of the week and you're going to see the difference, how good you're going to feel. For an example, if it's going up and downstairs, right? Let's say you, you, you live in the projects or you go to the mall every single day, don't take the elevators, take the stairs, right? Wow. Once you come out, you're going to feel the difference. Uh, generally, you're going to feel somewhat of a difference. You know, wait a second, something happened to me right now. I did something different and I feel different and I feel good. So if you start doing that slow steps, baby steps, automatically it's going to increase, you know. Yeah. When people work and they make money, they see a difference in the bank account. What happens? They want to work more. They want to get more pay. They want to get more, 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 more. But if you don't see anything, you only do it for others, you're going to get burned out. Wow. Impressive. So I'm going to share from my end um, that I know for myself, if I am, if I am not in the mood um, in general, I don't feel like it, or I feel a little bit maybe down, um, you know, or I have any strong feelings or emotions that I want to burn, I just go for a walk. So right now, I don't even get to that place where I feel burnout or depression or anything like that because I already have in my routine, I walk every single day three to five miles. I live near the beach, there's a nice boardwalk, I walk. I go to the gym, I swim every day, I do those things. Um, I even have a trampoline in my house and I do 100, 200, 300, sometimes 500 jumps to get my body going. Um, I want to ask you, what is it that physically happens to the body? when we're working out, when we're taking a long walk, or when we're doing cardio, obviously, which is, um, you know, or, or training. What happens to the physical body? The main thing that happens that you're going to feel good, it releases dopamine. A lot of people that are stressed that work on office, they smoke. Smoking, it's very unhealthy, but it's the number one thing that releases dopamine so fast. Yeah. They say gambling also. 
Yeah. So it releases dopamine. So that's why a lot of people that are stressed go for a smoke. But instead of doing that, there will be somebody that don't smoke. Even if you do smoke, released dopamine is also a high intensity cardio for like two, three minutes. It's going to release the same amount wow. of dopamine. So that it does to you better physically. A lot of things for the long term, it changes your mood. It works on the blood flow in your body, your nerve system. You're able to think better. You're able to do more. You're able to eat better, sleep better. But on the short period, the five minute while you do it, yeah, you release a lot of dopamine. So you're able to focus on the next two hours much more better. That's insane. So that means, that means if you're having a stress day and you go out for a five or ten minute walk or you do a little bit of weightlifting, a little bit of jumping jacks you mentioned, um, that will automatically change you. It will put you into a different state of mind and, and make you feel better and more productive. That, that is amazing. Um, my second question is, my other question is, what happens when we eat healthier? So what, how's, what, how, what was the journey for you, the eating part? I know you enjoyed the working out part. When did you get into eating healthy for yourself or telling others about eating healthy? So when I started, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I wasn't a big fan, but I wasn't so knowledge about foods, you know, right. because everybody's growing, where we grew up is what was being cooked for us, right? Yeah. So not everything was so healthy. So I was eating, 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 but I was at the gym working hard. And I noticed something is not right. Meaning say, I don't gain enough muscle that I want to gain. I don't, my mood didn't change so much while I was working out. I, it changed while I was working out. And I'm saying like the next day, I still sometimes felt tired. Sometimes my muscle felt very sore. It's even though with people that are not even though exercising, but they want to feel better about themselves. So I started eating healthy. When I say healthy, it's not necessarily everything organic or natural. Everybody knows in their own right mind what's healthy and what's not healthy. So that health ethic, that health approach basically, where you see a slice of pizza, you want to take the cheese, there are certain cheeses that it's healthy, right? So you take that. I always ask people, why is pizza so unhealthy? 99% mm -hmm. of people can't even explain that. Okay, why? I didn't know it's unhealthy. <laughs> I love pizza. You're killing no, me. No, when, when you break it down, it's... When you break I it, always look at it as a thin crust, cheese is healthy, tomato is healthy, it's a healthy meal. What is it, 100, 200 calories, a, a slice uh, of pizza? I never calculated, but I would say it's more based on the cheese alone. Or one, one slice cheese, American cheese, is about 60, 70 calories, right? But cheese is healthy, you know? Um, up to a certain amount, yeah. Everybody, everything in the, that God created is healthy, right? But mm -hmm. a person needs a certain amount of food and no more than that. And cheese is processed, so maybe... Um, yeah, American cheese especially, but you can buy like... Why is it called cheese. American cheese? I have no idea. To be <laughs> because I think it was, uh, was introduced to the fat food, fast food industry, oh. like a mac and cheese and stuff like that, so it's, it's a box, it's a sliced cheese for sandwiches, right. deli, roll, deli sandwiches. I love American cheese. So, here's the most fast cheese, they call it plastic cheese in the industry. All yeah. the chemicals that it has. So pizza is not healthy? No, what I'm saying, it's, I always have like, why is the pizza so unhealthy? It's not. Wow. It's not so unhealthy like you think pizza is the unhealthiest thing. Right. You can make your own homemade pizza, for an example, what? It's, it's equivalent to, I would say at max, three slices of regular bread, rye bread. Mm -hmm. And you put tomato sauce, which is a fine, okay, not a problem with tomato sauce. And then you put cheese, mozzarella cheese or whatever cheese you want to put. And you right. put two servings of it. Right. So it's not so unheard of, like so uncrazy. Uh, yeah, I see it as, as um, I think there's three levels of food, by the way. I'm just going to say from my research. There is the, like you said, God's diet, 
which I love. Um, fruits, vegetables, and protein, right? That I have it yeah. right. Um, the second thing is processed food, which is candies. You know, things that probably never saw the light of day, right? And then there is the semi-processed food, like flour is processed, yogurt is processed, cheese processed. But those are somewhat healthy. So again, I'm just I'm saying this for people to be aware. We're not telling right. people what to do. We're we're bringing in awareness that processed food is just is real garbage. When you're putting into your mouth a candy or a sugar soda, it's real, real garbage. So processed food. So I always tell people, there can be certain foods that can look like it's junk food, but there's nothing wrong with it. Okay, for example, you have an example? For an example, a burger. Okay. A burger, right? Yeah. Or a sandwich, right? It can look like a real junk thing. It's a sandwich. But wait a second, if you take holy bread, right? Okay, some people agree to disagree, it's holy bread, but let's say you scoop out the bread inside, and then you put what? You put meat in it, right? A burger, which is ground beef. And then you put vegetables, tomatoes, and you put mustard on it and an onion. Yeah. It looks so unhealthy, but in reality, it's 500 calories, 600 it's calories. It's a full meal. Wow. And then there's food that looks healthy. Like? Which is not healthy, <laughs> you know? like a plain what? chicken cutlet that's, that's, that's fried, deep fried chicken cutlet. How unhealthy is fried chicken? You're killing me over here. I love schnitzel. All right, so let's put it in perspective. Like most of the stores that, that use um, oils is the unhealthy oils, uh, right? That's and why that, you feel stomach ache afterwards. Most of the time. I'm sorry to demote all my friends in the fast food um, industry. It's not, it's not because of that. If you go in the back of a kitchen of a fast food place, Especially in time of Shaheen. Look at the oil. Look at right. the deep fryer. You would never want to put your food in there. Right. Okay. And they don't mean anything bad. They're right. trying to give us the fastest food for the, the best fastest, price. Exactly. So, again, they're, they're allowed to do whatever they want. But I wouldn't want to eat when I see the oil that they're putting my, my meat in. And then one spoon, one tablespoon of oil has about 120 calories, 14 grams of fat. One tablespoon. When you go deep fry a, a chicken cutlet, right? How many tablespoons of oil do you put in a frying pan? Uh, cups. What do you mean? A cup. A cup oil, right? Yeah. Let's say you deep fry five pieces. So everything has a quarter cup oil. So how much oil does it come out left oh, but over? It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's used right. First of all, a little bit of oil is healthy. It makes your body oily. The, the food goes down easy. <laughs> I always laugh when people put up the post, um, uh, the cleansing juices, detoxed, like... The diet coke washes everything away. Exactly. It's like, it's... Study the body, what happens inside when you eat, and then you realize how funny it is when you look at an ad, like, cleansed juices yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm not going to go into that, so I'm going to go... So again, chicken cutlets, right? Yeah. Real chicken. It, no, sorry, deep fried chicken. It looks like a thin slab with a crust on top. It's chicken, right? Yeah. How much oil is left when you put a cup of How much oil is left in the frying pan after that? Almost none, right? Wow. So it really goes into the chicken. How, on, how fattening is oil? What do I mean? Oil is very fattening. Which is, again, if you eat olive oil in moderation, it's fine. Your body needs somewhat of fat. Yeah. But then you eat chicken, which chicken alone has a healthy amount of fat. Right. And that's not the only thing that you eat, right? Mm. And it's towards the end of the day that you're eating yeah. that. You can do baked chicken cutlets. is really delicious and healthy. Right. 
Yeah. But I'm saying a food that looks unhealthy, that's okay. And then a food that looks healthy, right. which is not okay. And then you say processed food, hot dogs, salami, cold cuts. It's the most processed junk that's out there. I had a hot dog yesterday. It's full of corn syrup, <laughs> all kind of um, food modifications. I'm admitting to all my guilt, but I really don't usually uh, eat. I, I was very hungry yesterday yeah. for dinner. I'm just being vulnerable with it. So it's, it's right. The point of all of this is, by the way, and the reason we're talking back and forth is I, I want people to understand that the foods that you put into your body makes up for what your body is. I posted a video in my status. Food, it's an old saying, food makes the mood. Yeah. It's very true. Right. But what happened, all the marketers took that name, food makes the mood. And, and use it against you. And use it against you. Food makes the mood. What food? They put a big, a big Mac, whatever, you know? Yeah. Food makes the mood. A pie of pizza, food makes the mood. French, food makes the mood. Yeah, food makes the mood. But if you eat that, you're going to have a different mood than they want you to have. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's super powerful you just said. I, I do want people to have this awareness and know that the foods that they put into the body is going to affect their not only physical health, which is super important, meaning the, 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 your muscles, your bones, your blood, your, your, we're not even talking about weight loss now, we're talking for a healthy person. It makes up the, the recipe in your body, especially our bodies are changing every 90 days. I think we have a complete new body, like your blood, your vessels, everything changes based on the foods that you eat. If you're eating healthy, natural food, then your body is a healthy, natural body. If you only gave it junk, and you didn't give it the right ingredients, then, you're, you, then you have an unhealthy body. But most of all, your, your mental health, your, your, your mood, your, your, the, the, your happiness is going to be affected by the foods sure. in your body because your body determines how you feel. I always say when you go into a restaurant, you're going to go eat something unhealthy. What mood are you going in with? <laughs> what mood are you coming out? You're right. going in a happy mood. You're able yeah. to move and do any, anything. You right. come out, oh, I feel stuffed. You can't even walk to your car. You right. wait, you take a cigarette. Breaking, you wait like five minutes to do anything. Wow. What mood do you go in to eat something healthy? You're not always excited, right, to go eat a healthy meal. But what mood do you come out? Right, right. So right away you see the difference right. of eating healthy. That it gives you a different mood. Yeah. I, I also think that a big place where all of us go wrong in a certain sense and I saw it for myself as Shabbos. Like I noticed for myself that, you know, I know, I think we all maybe put up, I, I think we yeah. all put up uh, like five or, or 10 pounds. I think we all put up like five pounds on, on the weekends and then we lose it throughout the week. But what I noticed for myself Shabbos is that we sit down, we eat a meal and we're eating fish, which is a main course because you're eating it with the filter and two slices of bread and or three and dips and then you're eating another main course which is, which is chicken soup and chicken soup now comes with with chicken and and zucher bundlech and and uh, and you have the sweet potato carrots i know my chicken soup is a full meal and then you, you're going into the main course which is the you eat meat and every type of kegel amulaik and you fearful and you're basically eating three main courses and one meal and what I noticed for myself is, and it took a little bit of work, but I started saying, let me cut it down. The main awareness I had was one week when we were buying sourdough, which is maybe a conversation for itself. I think sourdough is healthier than regular bread and challah. And my father bought this Depends little... what? Yeah, we bought this little bilka of sourdough. And then I just took one little slice. So my slice ended up being probably a tenth of the size of what I eat every week, but it made me the same full. 
So I noticed that I can have the entire Shabbos meal, but everything just has to be minimized to a quarter of what I eat every week. But I can still have a full Shabbos meal, enjoy all the foods, but just don't eat with your eyes. Don't overeat. Don't eat because it's being served in front of you. Because we all, after a Shabbos meal, I think we all feel like we just can't breathe, we can't move. So even if you were a little bit healthy during the week, you're killing it on Shabbos. For sure. So, and you're losing the momentum. So it's important to bring this awareness that don't lose yourself. You want to have an extra cookie on Shabbos, I think it's okay, but don't lose the momentum on, on, through Shabbos. This is a struggle a lot of people go through. They keep the be they're healthy throughout the week. Uh, I wouldn't say throughout the week because for most people, the week starts Monday morning until Friday until Thursday night, right? Mm -hmm. So from Thursday night until Sunday night, they're eating whatever they want to eat, right? Yeah. Thursday night, shawl, kegel, all, all the things. And when you say um, chicken soup, when you go buy chicken soup from any place out there, besides you making it on your own, they put certain powders in there, even flour, wow. to make it look heavier, to make it give the color. Like a soup mix, right? It's full of flour and it's full of garbage. And most people put it into the chicken soup and they think, oh, it's a healthy it's chicken soup, right? But what's in the chicken soup? Wow. So, and also dips, right? You dip the challah in dips, right? That's the most fattening thing in the meal because what is it made out of, if not mayonnaise? And what's wow. mayonnaise? Oil. Right. So, people have to be aware of what they eat. I mean, it's crazy. And I always tell people, if you eat a lot on Shabbos, walk around. So people come <laughs> always, uh, always up with the excuse, yeah, Shabbos, and I want to do exercise. I didn't say do I exercise, go for the walk. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, I always tell people, imagine eating with your eye. I had COVID, like, when it started COVID. And I noticed I was eating so, so little. I was never hungry. But I was eating, let's say, a slice of fish, like a three-quarter slice of fish in soup, and I was full. Because I was eating exactly what my body needed. Wow. Not what my eyes needed. I didn't smell the food, so I, didn't, right. I wasn't enjoying it. But I, was, I, I ate what I was needed. Right. So do the same thing. Eat right. what you need, not what you think. Right. Uh, it, it, like you said, and then people have to understand that fruits and vegetables naturally have certain vitamins and delicious ingredients that all help us. You know, if it's from banana to blueberry to, to every apples, obviously, you know, every fruit and vegetable has certain vitamins that help our body. And if we get them, then it's a plus. If we eat foods that have zero vitamins or if we eat foods that have zero protein, then we're just not giving our body the basics, yeah. what it needs. Um, I also want to touch on drinking water because I know there are certain people that just don't drink water. Now, I know that water, number one, is the best thing for going to the bathroom because when you drink water, I never knew this, the first amount of water that your body is taking is to help you go to the bathroom because if you don't, then it's very, very painful. So a lot of people don't drink water, then they struggle with that. But there's also so many other benefits to drinking water, including your mood and your mental health and your 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 emotions. And you know, if your body is has the water, it's the gas for the body. It literally sure, makes yeah. everything flow. What's your experience and so water? So and water. Sometimes people drink water, and if you drink water and you go to the bathroom very often, you're overdoing it, or something goes wrong with your body. Mm -hmm. You should need to go to the bathroom every single time you drink water because your body needs it. Well, and if you do that, then something is wrong or you're drinking too much water. And if there's something wrong, then they have to, I think that you just have to drink throughout the doctor, day. So I have no idea. No, they, I, I think drinking throughout the day is usually exactly. what happens. 
but yeah, water is like fuel for the body. And, and if you want it to stay longer, it's for the hydration as well. Sometimes people can feel dizzy when they do certain small activity stuff. Yeah. They don't have enough water. I always say put a little bit of lemon water, a little bit salt, so you have the electrolytes and sodium in the water, so it stays longer in the body. Yeah, so how's, how's electrolytes? I heard about that. Is, that. is that a real thing? Do we have to put um, electrolytes into our water? So certain foods has natural electrolytes, right? Or For sodium. example, what's, which foods? Sodium is somewhat of electrolytes to your body. Mm -hmm. So your body needs it, especially when you do certain activity. Your body gives it out when you're sweating. Your body, you're under heat, your body gives it out. So you need to replenish that. Right. That's why I always say for people that I have in my gym, we have right here, we have Gatorade. Gatorade has it. So if somebody doesn't want to drink but Gatorade... But it also has sugar. Right, when you do exercise, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Sugar is not so... What you know, is sugar? Let's talk about sugar. Sugar is something that your body needs, healthy sugar. For the blood, for everything. Like from fruits and vegetables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about from, uh, okay. from Coke. <laughs> what does too much sugar do to your body? For the blood, what I mean, it's not, it's very not healthy. First of all, weight, weight gain, you're going to gain, it's going to blow you up, significant weight, weight gain, mm -hmm. sugar and flour. I always tell people fat doesn't make you fat. It's a misconception of people. Ac excess fat is going to make you fat, but fat doesn't make you fat. Carbs make you fat. Mm -hmm. Sugar has a lot of it. Right. And sugar on its own, it's, it, it can cause diabetes, heart failure. Wow. Um, I once heard this concept and I think it is a little bit what my life is looking now like, which is the 80-20, um, which is the 80-20 means 80% healthy food, 20% unhealthy food. And maybe I have to move that up a little bit, but right now I feel like I can be committed to that and making sure that 80% of what I eat is healthy. And then sometimes there's sugar, sometimes there's starch, cake fast food sometimes but i feel like as long as i keep it to 80 20 i'm pretty well balanced in terms of what others are doing from your perspective right is 80 20 can it work what are you doing it depends, if you want to share? It depends what the 20 percent is ah. right some day some days i eat only healthy and some days it's like a 50 50 but most of the days it's 90 percent healthy mm -hmm. when i do eat on i'm mindful when i eat unhealthy and i know i'm gonna burn it out the next day in the gym wow. or I'm going to do certain stuff to make up for that unhealthy eating and it also depends what the 20% is because if it's processed sugar added sugar it's very unhealthy even 20% because look at any candy serving of a candy or even ice cream right I don't know what a 20% for you is but an average ice cream cone right has about between 30 to 40% of your daily intake of added sugars oh wow that's not even 20% of your 80-20, right? That's yeah. 2% of it. Right. So and then you eat the rest of the 20%, then you're overeating them, added yeah. the sugars. Right. So it depends what the 20% is. Yeah. It depends what the 80% is. If the 80% is pure health, and the 20% is like, okay, healthy. Right. So if somebody has to focus, I, I know this is a trick question. If somebody has to focus on one of the two, which is either working out or eating healthy, which one would you recommend to them? Working out. Oh, wow. Because working out is at max, you're going to do one hour of the day, right? And you'll be able to commit to it. You're going to feel better the first week you started working out. Eating healthy, it's 24 hours. It's basically when you eat, you have to commit to that. If you don't have the food in front of you, if you commit to something, if at least you try to commit to something, and you fail, it's not a good feeling. Yeah.
it's hard. Right. Um, what about the people that people are now very into intermediate fasting? People want to know if they should eat um, three meals a day. They should eat a big breakfast, a big lunch, a big dinner, a snack. What's what's your what's from your experience? What's the best eating schedule a person should have? From my experience, out of the couple hundred clients that that come through this door and be interviewed, and we see what they did to lose weight and yeah. what worked, um, is any diet that they started doing and they followed through the diet mm -hmm. with exercise. Again, there are some diets that you should run far from. People call, always come with that argument, what I mean, I lost weight. Yeah, you lost weight. The same thing with the sleeve, but come to me in a year from now. Well, Everybody that I know went, that did the sleeve, that did any kind of diet, especially this, this diet, I'm not going to go into it. Why? Because it restricts you from the food that you have to eat and it restricts you from that. You are going to gain the weight back mm -hmm. and much more. I know. Quite a few people that did that, yes, they told me, I, lo I lost 20 pounds when I was on that diet, but I gained 50 pounds. I'm like, yeah. thank you, I know you're going to gain that weight. Yeah. There's a reason for and that. And to explain this, because you're focusing on the diet, not on yourself. I mean, I know you you have something deeper over there, but I just to touch on the surface of this, Raboisai, don't focus on the diet, focus on yourself, on your eating schedule, exactly. on your eating habits. Again, this is the most valuable information that we can give people. Focus on yourself. Like you said, be conscious of what you're eating. What are you intaking? What are you eating? Everybody knows what's healthy, what's not. What, what are, you, are you paying attention or not? Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, the, so the, the best diet is, yeah, when you eat the right amounts of food and you don't cut down on foods. A lot of time people limit themselves to food and it works for a week, yeah, but your body needs food. God created food for you for a reason. Yeah. I always say I'm not going to fight with him, right? He created me and he gave me food because yeah. he knows exactly what my body needs. And obviously, if you're somebody that you work more, then you need more food. A lot of diets say um, you have to limit. Uh, don't eat more than 2,000 calories a day. Or unfortunately, I've seen diets that say, tell you don't eat 1, more than 1,500. You know what that's going to do to your body? It's going to work for five months max, but your metabolism is going to get messed up. Yeah. And also, one of, the, one of the complaints that I heard people from that bowl diet is my metabolism is messed up. I can't eat normal right now. My body doesn't adjust the food that it, that it used to have. Oh. And it messes up your body. You have to eat right and you have to eat normal amount of food. Don't yeah. be afraid of food. Don't be afraid of eating. Don't yeah. be afraid. You shouldn't be stuffed after the meal, but you should feel okay. I'm yeah. not hungry anymore. Yeah. So I, I try to provide on this podcast um, health for people. And I noticed for myself personally that for many years in my life, I've, food has been an emotional eating. And I still say it as a joke, and maybe I shouldn't, that if you ever have a problem, eat something. <laughs> because it does solve the problem in the moment, or, or it doesn't. I because don't know. it comforts good, you. Food it comforts com you. Junk food comforts right. you. I'm not going to say it right. doesn't. So, uh, right. so I think being aware that you're eating, that many times we are eating food. I am eating food because of I'm just not so happy. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this proudly because I feel like I've stopped that, Baruch Hashem. I, I became a lot more aware of what, what I'm eating and when I'm eating. Um, do you want to touch on that, emotional eating, what you see from... Yes, yeah, so I always tell people, and eating comforts you, right? Emotional eating comforts you, but it's like a band-aid. You're not curing anything. If you keep coming back to, I need emotional food, I need that, I need it, I need it. There is something happening to you that there is a reason why you need it. 
So fix the thing that's happening. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Everybody yeah. knows exactly what, why they need that food. And the, the first step is being aware. Exactly. Be aware. Why, wait a second. Why am I eating this right now? Why do, I, why do I think I need it? A lot of times people tell, I need the candy, I need sugar, I need the sweets. Okay, well, there's honey, there's fruits. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, you, don't, you think you don't like it. You only like and don't like what you don't want to like and what you do want to like. Nobody came to me and told me, you don't like this, right? I myself told myself, I don't like this particular thing. Because what? I tried it once and I didn't want to like it, so I didn't like it, right? I can say for myself, which is in a way a good thing, there is no food in the world that I don't like. Oh, wow. I can eat anything that you throw at me, I can eat. Wow. That's because I want to like food and I want to have the variety of foods. So I give myself, I allow myself to like it. Maybe the first time I ate it, uh, I don't know, I don't like it. But hey, I'm going to start giving more. This is what happened with me with exercise. The first time I did exercise, I hated it. You know, I felt so sore and I couldn't move. But after three weeks, hey, let me give it, let me give it another shot. Let me give it another shot. Let me give it another shot. Right. So, Yes, somebody once told me, and it was one of the most simple, beautiful things that I ever heard, which is that, you know, God created the world, and there's so many different foods. He could have made all the foods to be one color, you know, brown or green or whatever, but he made every fruit and every vegetable and every food is a different color. Why? Because he wants us to enjoy food. So everybody should enjoy food, but to appreciate it in a in a healthy way. I always also say this, that fruits and vegetables, the beauty of it is that it's impossible for two apples to taste the same. So keep in mind that whenever you're going to eat an apple, it's going to have a different taste. Versus obviously um, processed food, which is made to taste the same every time. I'm just saying an interesting thing about yeah. fruits and vegetables, they always taste different. Different seasons, different countries, different places. You right. can have in one box, you can have two apples, one is more sweeter, one is more sour. It's just a beautiful awareness. People need to take advantage of the food that is created for them. Right. So people don't. Oh, what about three meals a day or a snack between meals or intermediate fasting? What do you think is the best? So schedule? again, so when I when I talk to people oh. and see people, exactly what helps them is always where people that eat normal. The second you start restricting yourself, again, I'm not I'm up for a debate for that. I'm not saying that you're not going to lose the weight. You are going to lose the weight. My mission is not for you to lose weight. My mission right. for you is to be healthy for the long term. Right. For 15, 20 years to come. Even more. For as long as you can live healthy and be healthy. Not lose weight for two months. That's not my goal for you. Right. So yes, when you go on the restrictive diets, you are going to lose weight because you're on a calorie deficit automatically. But what else does it do to your body? Do you feel okay? Do you feel moody? Are you energized? Do you have the energy? Are you weak? I had a client once told me this on a very strict diet that his nutritionist told him that he cannot do exercise because he doesn't eat right. I'm saying, run away from it. Are you crazy? Yeah. You can't do exercise because you're eating, you're eating so little. Yeah. That alone is so unhealthy for your body. But yeah, I have a goal. I want to tone down 50 pounds. For what for? Yeah. Maybe you need to. Maybe you're also overweight. But you don't need to do it in two months. Who told you two months is the deal time? Because you think it's two months? Right. What's the reason for that? Yeah, there's also um, a, a hunger scale, which is, you know, from faint to starving to a little bit hungry, more hungry. Um, and then there's also, you know, you're full, fuller, you feel stuffed, then you feel sometimes nauseous. There's, there's a hunger scale I read in one of the books regarding diets. I think it's very important for people to be aware that they should only eat when they feel 
regularly hungry, not starving, and they should stop eating when they feel satisfied. Not when they feel stuffed or not when they feel full. They should stop eating when they feel satisfied. If you are on this particular, if you follow these two things, you eat when you're regularly hungry and you stop when you're satisfied, then it's also almost impossible for you to gain weight and you stay very healthy. Do you agree with that, that people just like have, don't have a clock on when they eat and how much they eat? It's, I don't think it's the clock it's so important. Maybe mm-hmm. It is for some people, but in general it's not so important. But what it is important, you, you eat normal. Mm-hmm. And also give space in between you eat. Don't eat, let's say, breakfast, 9 o'clock in the morning and then 11, eating lunch already. Yeah. You give space, you know, your body is working. You just gave it food and it's working to digest that food. You have to give it space. Wow. Amazing. Um, I hope that this brings awareness to people For sure. that eating healthy, working out is going to make you feel better physically. And I'm just going to give a thank you to Hashem right now in public that I was by the doctor for a well visit and they did, uh, they checked my, uh, my blood and, and everything came back perfectly healthy. And I'm very proud of that because I've been on this journey almost for two years where I eat healthy. Um, I, I kept my weight in shape and I exercise every single day. And going to the doctor and seeing beautiful results really showed me that like, wow, I'm, I'm in a good place. And I, and I feel good physically. I feel good mentally, emotionally. I, I'm in a good mood. People ask me, are you always in a good mood? What do you mean? I work hard for this. I go walking every day. I work out. I, I eat healthy all day long. I watch everything that I take into my mouth. And yes, of course, I eat the kakash cake, as you always say, and the sugar, but I, I'm conscious of what I'm doing. And I think that most people that I meet are not. And they, they tell me they struggle, but they don't drink the water. They don't eat fruits and vegetables. They eat a lot of fattening food. For sure, people are unaware, people don't know, because most of the times that they do go on a diet, they don't get educated. They're always told what to do, when to do, how to do. They yeah. don't want to educate themselves because, one, they believe they're too busy. Yeah. But I always tell, ask people, let's say, my general, my type of clientele are clients that have busy schedules, work, business people. And also, what's the reason you work? What's the reason you want to make money? What's the reason? Is it for yourself? 50% of the time, it's for myself, a certain amount, and then to provide for my family. But what do you have to provide for your family when you come the time that you want to retire, that you don't want to retire more, or let's say when you come 45, 50, you can't even move, and you can't even enjoy the family anymore because you have to take care of your health. And yeah. just, no, start taking care of your health and prioritize your own life, yeah. not someone else's life. It's yeah. you. That, you know? I also want to share an interesting story that when I, and I told it to you in the past, when I was... Uh, I had uh, the Amarcorn virus or something, and I just wasn't feeling good. I remember sitting, going to Michul Schnitzler's house in Jackson, New Jersey, and I said, Michul, I'm not feeling well. I don't know. I'm not feeling well. I'm not happy. I'm not enjoying life. <laughs> What's that? He was like a doctor, like a therapist. And he told me, Ellie, your body is not healthy. That's what he told me. Your physical body is not healthy. In Yiddish, he told me, your body is stuffed. It's filled with not good stuff. So he told me, go to the juice store, ask them for a beets juice, drink that in the morning. It's going to clean your liver. Ask them for a celery juice, drink that at night. I don't know if you agree, but for me, that was the best cleansing that I was able to do at that time. So I drank these, these, this juice for a couple of weeks and I felt better. Um, I do think that it was very good for my 
system at that time because I, I know that my system wasn't healthy. So I also know that I needed these things. Um, but that was a little bit where I got introduced to health, where I started seeing that physically what I eat or drink can affect how I feel. Um, what's your take on juice? I'm seeing maybe you have... I'm not going opinion. to answer that. I'm against it. I'm not going to go in why I'm against it. I okay. mean, I can offer a debate for that. Yeah, no, let's... I, I, try I, know, I really want to bring awareness to people. Is beets juice healthy? Let's just... Beets is very healthy, yes. Okay. Celery is very healthy. Beets okay. is very healthy. Everything... Every Are you talking about thing? the juice industry as a whole when they... Yeah, yeah. Every single thing that the juice is made out of is healthy, right? Okay. But if you're going to eat the beet juice, this is your breakfast. This no, is your I didn't do that. Oh, okay. I, I just added that to my diet. Oh, okay. Then it's a different thing. Okay. I tried it once, like on the three-day juicing detox. No, I'm I, not talking at all about a detox or cleanse. Oh, okay. That I'm against. If you want to eat juices, yeah, I used to do that myself when I was... Yeah. I work. I used to work. You don't want to. You don't want to hear what kind of juices I used to drink. I was working <laughs> out, and I had to eat a lot of chicken, a lot of protein, a lot of carbs, and I couldn't eat it anymore. You know, I was stuffed. But I had to eat it. I had to get the calories in. <laughs> so I took chicken cutlets, broccoli, whatever was on my plate, and I put it in a blender. Oh my god! Put water blender. And that was better. <laughs> and that was better. Um, drinking, eating is easier to drink, right? Yeah. So this is what I used to do. Again, everybody does something crazy to get them where they want to be. You can't be in a comfort zone. You want, I want to get where I want to be, even if it's in anything in life. I'm comfortable. No, you cannot do that. You know. I'm thinking to myself now. I I think I need a a, a health coach for my food intake. Does it make sense? I mean, yeah. Do you do that, by the way? We do. That, you yeah. monitor food for people. I, yeah. I want to monitor what I eat, my calorie intake, my protein intake, the healthy foods that I want, that I don't want, even allow maybe a cheat, but I want to know what I'm eating, what my body is uh, taking in or not. For as long as I'm alive and healthy, I want to make sure I'm on top of my so, game. So I always tell people, if you don't want to hire a health coach, because hiring a professional is expensive. Everybody has a smartphone, especially the audience that's going to see this, hear it, listen to this. Yeah. You can Google anything nowadays. Uh -huh. Anything that you eat, you can Google. Yeah. And 80% of it is true. The results that they're giving you. Yeah. But what about somebody wants to do a schedule? Like yeah, we, we can monitor. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. This is what we do, yeah. There's an old saying from the Rambam. No matter how much um, food you eat, you can eat craziest healthy amounts of food. If you don't exercise, you're never going to get the results. You're never going to be healthy. You're always going to be um, full of sicknesses. And if you exercise, even though you're not so careful on the food that you eat, you're never going to have any sicknesses. Yeah, I heard that. So I'm not going to argue with that, right? Yeah. For myself, I myself, um, people always say cardio is the best exercise for the heart. I can somewhat disagree with that. I myself, I never do cardio. I hate doing cardio. I do it some time to cardio time. Cardio is the machines and... No, and no, cardio, running, swimming, oh, like, biking, uh, that exercise of cardiovascular that gets the exercises, right. Uh, that means, for those who don't know, exercise that get the heart to heart rate up. Heart rate up. Okay. For an example, taking weights, pushing it up and down, that's not a cardio exercise. Running, jumping jacks is a cardio exercise because you're not um, restricting the muscle. So is you're it not, a good thing? So you don't, you no, don't no, do it? No, people uh, say that cardio, it's, it's a good thing. If you can do it, do it. I'm not against it. But people say, uh, only do cardio for your heart. I did an echo for my heart. Basically, it's like a uh, sonogram. Yeah. They take an echo. The doctor told me that my heart, he asked me if I do a lot of cardio. I said, I barely do any cardio. I do mostly weightlifting, strength training. 
my heart is 60% stronger than an average human being in the US. Wow. Wow. All right. That's amazing. So, I also just and checked I told my heart them I don't do cardio and I don't do anything. I just <laughs> weightlifting and eating healthy. It's amazing. He was surprised. He saw the like he showed me the video how it's pumping and how strong it is and everything. All from weightlifting and yeah. And he asked me right away, are you doing a lot of cardio? I said no, I know. Wow. So. And but any exercise that somebody can do is beneficial for you, regardless right. what it. Even if you're sitting, you bring your arms up and down. I, I notice the craziest thing. I like lately. If I have a headache, I walk. And I notice that headache just going away. Now, it could be mm-hmm. two things. Either the headache is disappearing or it's just a good feeling in my body. The adrenaline or the dopamine, I don't know, whatever gets released. Oxytocin. The blood flow. Blood the, bl- important. the blood flow, right. That makes sense. Blood flow is making the headache go away. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I know, if you have a headache, go take a walk. For sure. Definitely, if, if you're not in the mood, anything, go, go for a walk. I always tell people, if you're not in the mood, don't push it. You don't want to force yourself when you're not in the mood, but you're going to bust. You don't want to always stretch it out. You have to stretch it out a little bit. I never want to exercise if I'm not in the mood because I don't want my body to associate exercise with something not being bad, in the mood. Right? Yeah, something bad. You want to, like you said, so, yeah. do it like that. And also, one one key point that I tell my clients when it comes to a weight loss or anything that you do, don't run away from it. For an example, let's say if you're 250, right, and you want to become 190, mm-hmm. don't run away from being 250, running away from eating healthy, run towards being 190, run towards eating healthy. Because, because running you get away what you... is not a good feeling. Running that's, towards something. That's why... We just discovered, I never thought about this, but I know Simon Sinek talks about it a lot. He's popular on social media. Um, that he says when you're skiing, you're, you, the way you ski through trees is you focus on the path, not on the trees that you don't want to bump in. Because if you're focusing on don't bump into the trees, you're going to bump into the trees. If you're focusing on yes, go on the path, then your mind is just taking you on the path. So we just discovered why diets don't work. Because you're focusing, like you just said, on losing the weight. So that means that losing weight, losing weight, losing weight, it's it's an uphill battle. Rather than focusing on being healthy, being healthy, being healthy. It's amazing. Did you even notice that you said, do you understand what I just said? I understand what you said. It's It's about where the focus is. Be be healthy. Don't focus on I'm fat and I want to not be so fat because then you're focusing on fat focus yeah it's the same as driving a car when you drive a car you never look right in front of you diets make you look in front (laughs) exactly always look ahead what's ahead and you never look back like two miles back you always look right what happened you recalculate and you go further down all right yeah guys if you want to go on my diet you can send me a quick pay right now it's ten thousand dollars for i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) but guys um um fitness reach out to my friend they have an entire team so feel free to just call and um, tell them that you you know you want to do a better eating schedule or you want to do a little bit of workout you can try it out there's no commitment you're not signing your life away come in check it out I've done it in the past it's in, and it's brought me success both in this place and in general through exercising I was able to achieve the business that I have now, the life that I have now, my happiness, my clarity all came from exercising and eating healthy. I encourage you to make a change right now. If you listened in this far, um, take upon yourself maybe one 
more healthy habit, one more um, exercise that you'll do. Start with a 15-minute walk a day. I, th I think we discussed 180 minutes a week minimum that the body needs health. Uh, yeah. 150 minutes a, a week that your body needs uh, exercise. Um, I know my best ideas I write down after my walk because my body feels so clear and light and happy. So I, st I write down business ideas after I walk, usually at night. Um, so again, I'm really saying this to encourage all of you because I want you to feel better. And not only that, if you're not feeling well, you're not feeling healthier, you're not feeling in the mood, this will definitely get you there. And if you are feeling good, this will help you feel better on the next level. Zaman, any closing uh, statements? Or you want to talk about the gym a little bit, what people can expect? What's it's your a very good clothing statement. I don't want to ruin it. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's amazing because you've inspired me since we met. And I'm, I'm really going to say that to become more conscious of, of what I'm eating. And I discussed it with a few friends that are also very healthy. And I just became very, very aware of what I eat and the choices that I want to make. I want to do the right choices for my body. One thing that I do want to say when it comes to time is a lot of time people say I don't have time. I have clients in all types of industries that you can think of. Wow and clients that really in reality they don't have the extra time yeah but they make time for that because right. it's for your own body for your own health yeah. you know I, I posted a status when i got a little bit of heat for that but i don't care i posted a lot of times there are so many so many wonderful organizations to help sick people nowadays yeah unfortunately there is right a yeah. lot people are gonna go spend their money that hard-earned money a lot of it to help the organizations to help people but yeah, they can't find the time or the money to invest for their own. So instead of having, like, take the time for yourself. Yeah. Make the time. I have clients that come in and say, sometimes they feel like the session is worth for them even a thousand dollars. They don't spend that much, but this is yeah. what they feel it's worth for them. Yeah. And they must do it. They must commit to it. And it makes them feel, so, it opens them up. You can work so much better. You can do better decision making, thinking better. It's, it's so, the benefits, are, it's, three hours, even 24 hours to talk about the benefits of exercise alone, so I'm not going to go into that, but yeah. I've seen people in all types of industries, busy people, not busy people, really busy people, everybody makes time for what they really want to make time for. Yeah. So, yeah. Zalman, thanks a, thanks a million. And uh, guys, if you can please rate and share the podcast would mean a lot to me. And Zalman, thank you so much for your time. Sure, not a problem. Thanks for having so, me.